0: uh, It's two ways. Um, The first thing that has happened is that we obviously appointed the seven companies that were doing verification of the payments that we have made. And uh, through that process, they discovered that uh, there were claims that were made and uh, in in some cases, employees had inflated the salaries, that it is said so their employers had been aiming for the prior as, uh, three months prior to COVID. Some had claimed for employees that they had already retrenched before COVID. Uh, some then it was a pyramid a, a, a of, of errors. Because if you recall, I think the first lockdown was to last 16 days, but it was then extended. So we hadn't started to process their claims, and when we said when we paid at the end of April, we paid for 35 days, so which means, and some of them have already returned to, to to work. So we paid for employees uh, who had some uh, returned uh, to work. So uh, employees, uh, employers, then um, some voluntarily when they realized that okay, this was an error, they paid the money back, but mostly when they realized that we were sending the auditors. Then they voluntarily paid about, uh, those who, have, who paid about $2.5 billion. And through the follow the money process, we recovered about $918 million. And uh, after this process, uh, then there were more and more than uh, giving us our money back. Uh, because some kept it, uh, according to the agreement, if we have paid you, you must pay the employees within uh, for the eight hours. Uh, if for the eight hours lapses, you haven't done that, you must return it to the fund. So some did, uh,
1: mm. hence
0: then we got the money.
1: Now we understand several companies are already in court for fraud, and others have had their, ass- their assets attached. How did the said companies defraud at the UIF, and are there measures in place now to prevent such in future?
0: Yes, we do have measures in place. That is why, if you recall, in 2020, roundup of July, there was an audit by Auditor General which identified some gaps in the system. And uh, we stopped the payment to tighten up uh, the system. And uh, those uh, gaps pertained to uh, we were not verifying some of the Employees with uh, home affairs. because we paid uh, underage kids. Uh, kids, underage employees. I would say so. We paid kids, and there were instances where we we, we alleged to have paid uh, people who are convicted, people who work for government, uh, people who receiving money from uh, NSFAS, which means they were students. So we, t- we introduced some measures to tighten up, mm. and. Uh, uh, banking details. We verified them thoroughly, mm-hmm. so all those things at least help us to close yes. all those gaps.
1: Now the so, empl- yes, yeah. so, so the employers that has now voluntarily returned the money uh, to the fund, they've committed some fraud. But does that gesture of returning the funds mean that they off the hook? And uh, will no, no. they not? Hmm?
0: No, not at all. In fact, uh, we've had one who returned the fund upon realizing uh, that we had sent the uh, verification agencies to them, and they said, okay, oh, no, we made it. The person, the employer, up, they had only 50 uh, employees in their payroll, and yet they applied for 500 employees. I think we paid them about $11 million. So we opened a criminal case. Uh, in fact, they were convicted. They were given uh, three years and uh, a uh, suspended sentence, some of their assets. Uh, we were we preserved, and uh, we managed to get about—I'm not mistaken, we got about uh, 7 million out of, of out of that process. So uh, we do certainly report to them uh, to the uh, um, law enforcement agencies. In fact, there's already been about 14 arrests, and there were—there are four convictions and as like I said, some of uh, the employees who yes. have defrauded the fund, their assets have been frozen, have been preserved, mm-hmm. and um, so we, we, we don't we do not just say oh yeah thank you, <laughs> then we are free to go. We open a case and legal uh, processes yes. follow.